Welcome to Then Let's Fix It, where we discuss critical issues around logistics and supply chain management in the Caribbean. But more than that, where we mobilize to resolve these issues so that we become some of the world's most attractive logistics jurisdictions. I'm your host, Carlos Williams. Visit our website at rdleagle.com to join the discussion. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Google Play. And when you're done, don't forget to leave us a review. In today's episode, we're going to discuss logistics as a critical tool for moving our Caribbean investment allure from good to great. We are indeed at a very critical juncture in the history of many of our societies and economies in the Caribbean. And it is my contention that now is not the time to cower at the enormity of the task ahead. It draws my mind to a time when, in our history, as a people, from humble and straitened circumstances, We, the Caribbean people, walked beside a world-dominating West Indies cricket team who produced entertainment value to a sporting world because of their sheer attractive domination. A domination founded on the fundamental pillar that the best defense is bold offense. And the time when we need that old adage, most is now. And the service which needs to be the cricket of our economic dispensation is logistics. In our very electronically interconnected world, and with the demise of the construct of middleman economics, suppliers are making contact with end users in a way never seen before. And what's even more compelling is how suppliers are able to relate more specifically to the customs and peculiarities of an economy or society, simply because they have an availability of data, which is established by that same worldwide interconnectivity. In many ways, they have information that speaks to how we consume, the rate at which we consume something, how we use it, when we use it, and at what time. But it is also here that our less developed status, so to speak, gives us the opportunity to strike. We are, in the Caribbean, in many ways, less connected than many of the first world countries. So not only do they they know something about us, but not as much as they would like to, but we are now therefore positioned because of that less developed status to dictate what we want, how we want, and when we want what we want. Add to that the fact that we are a lot of small independent territories who on their own don't present the kind of economy of scale for which big logistics providers will allocate much attention or resources. 
Well, unknown to them, this is where we score. Because remember, the fundamental pillar on this podcast is the best defense is bold offense. So let's pause and remember that we don't want to be good in the Caribbean. We have no desire to be good. We want to be the best. And, and, and we've had that leadership. We've had the Bob Marleys. We've had the Gary Sobers. We've had the Usain Bolts. The, the good is not enough for us. Best is what we're at. And we always reminded that we want to be those jurisdictions which deliver the best return on investment for those foreign direct dollars. But then let's, let's really sit down and fix this. Let's use logistics as the competitive advantage of the Caribbean. So, so let's rally the social partners, whether it is the unions, the government, the capital, the people, to understand that we want, firstly, that the administrative logistics of mobilizing projects and foreign investment from concept to commencement of an investment to be the fastest anywhere in the world. And we are no longer prepared to accept as we develop as a people that that can't work here is a response. So when that project comes and they need town and country planning permission and they need concessions and they need access to not only information, but they are meeting a people ready to attack with an attraction and an allure that delivers to that foreign direct investor solutions so that he can mobilize in a very short space of time. Because we understand that the beneficiary is not just him and his shareholders, but our people, our people, our people. Well, then let's go to town on recreating our own Caribbean logistics solutions so that our treasured investors have access to products and services in the shortest space of time, in the most efficient and cost-effective manner. Why? Because we understand how this flow of product helps to create employment while we are demonstrating a respect for their capital so that they can achieve a return on their investment a lot sooner and more than anything else, they can spread the good word. Let's be honest. The movement of product through our places does a lot to incentivize different and creative thoughts for our people. I have always contended that we have neglected the educational value that new and advanced world-class product brings to our shores. Being able for our craftsmen and tradesmen to see how the cabinet makers in Germany secure their cabinets or the jewelry makers in Switzerland create their product 
does a whole lot when you add it and you cross-pollinate with Caribbean custom and wisdom to create a unique blend of Caribbean-esque product that the world can only get from the Caribbean. Alas, we must admit that we, anywhere, no one place has a monopoly on wisdom or creativity. So the mixture, the blend, and this is what logistics brings to the table. It allows us to crossbreed our creativity. But all this is secondary to the real covert attack embedded in the opportunity and reward to be had by creating our own Caribbean logistics solution. Again, I appeal, and I talked about this in the last episode of this podcast. Let's ring fence or Caribbean places and create an intra-Caribbean logistics solution which is best in class. Let's look at things like Liat and Caribbean Airways to become and expand them to become not just passenger carriers, but logistic solutions. And with a view to creating a competitive advantage for every user, every resident user of that logistic solution. Whether it's an investor, whether it's that lady from deep in the country, she has to walk around with an element of superiority in herself that what she's being, what she's in touch with puts her at an advantage. The attack I'm talking about is an attack by creating a desire in a way that capital from all over the world want to do business in the Caribbean. We've got to create that desire. And lastly, my friends, let's be clear. We do more damage to our own by not accepting this challenge than to the dozen shareholders of a large investment project because of your or my inefficiencies and ineffectiveness. There's nothing to be gained Absolutely nothing to be gained by us continuing to be inefficient, be ineffective, be slow to the market, be not as attractive as we ought to be. Let's get these projects rolling so that more of our people can earn a living while being exposed to world leading innovations. Let's get these projects rolling so that the lady who cooks the food for the workers on site keeps busy and can now send her son to university. Let's get these projects rolling so the NAS and PAYE accounts get fat with the government. But then, let's get these projects rolling so that Caribbean logistics can deliver profit for our places from this investment dollar while protecting the unnecessary outflow of foreign currency. Let's be bold enough to attack by being extremely attractive. Let's make them want to come to the Caribbean and invest. Let's build our own solution 
and blow them away. My friends, it's ours to fix. But then let's fix it. Thank you so much for listening. I'd be happy to hear your thoughts on this episode. Simply join the discussion forum on our website, rdleagle.com. You can also contact me at collis at rdleagle.com. See you next time on Then Let's Fix It. There's so much more to discuss.